Hola, HBSA familia. Welcome back to HBSA on the mic, second episode. Today, we're back with Mariana, Caitlin, Josh, and Chasti. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about what's it, what's it like being a Latinx student at ASU. So before we get into it, I want to ask you guys, how was your spring break? Because I know we left out with, we didn't know if Kidden was either going to go or not to Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> and Chastia and Mariana were going to go to New York, but I didn't know what happened. And then it was first time, first time for Mariana on an airplane and oh, Josh yeah. visiting over there. So what's it like, your spring break, guys? Um, well, our spring break was pretty fun. Yeah, it was my first time flying on an airplane, which was not that bad, to be honest, because I'm like used to, well, not that I'm used to it, but like, I like going on roller coasters. So that kind of fear wasn't really like, in my mind, you know what I mean? But New York was super fun. We went to a lot of like museums, uh, which was probably like the highlight of the trip, to be honest, like they were really pretty. How were the rats? We ate a lot. The rats are <laughs> huge. They were huge. Um, they're kind of cute, but <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we saw. We only saw the rats once, I think. Like they were in the tracks, but they're huge, and there was like two or three of them. We also wow. got to see like subway dancers, which was really fun. Yeah. Uh, subway was really fun, just in general. I kind of liked yeah. going on the subway. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it in New York. I saw it on y'all's Instagram. Look like a lot of Me fun. Me too. It looks Hello, so annoying on Instagram. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of keep you updated, you know. <laughs> I would have left New York as soon as I see the rats. For real. <laughs> uh, I can't. <laughs> what about you, Caitlin? Well, I did get to Mexico. So I would say it was a success. (laughs) Thank you for sending good thoughts and vibes that I got there. (laughs) But I literally, I did have to go to El Paso, but like I made it somehow. So I ended, I had to like fly in and I stayed there for like three days, which was a thing. It was very weird because that was my first time like flying somewhere where I like went alone and I didn't know anybody there. Like I was just completely alone. (laughs) <laughs> you were by yourself you made yeah. that drive by yourself i didn't know that <laughs> yeah that's like awful. nobody was there to <laughs> that's scary it was kind of, i mean it was fine but like i um went to the passport agency and that was in their little like downtown area so i walked around downtown i went to their art museum and like saw the things so i felt like a little tourist i tried to make the most of it you know yeah. <laughs> a little bit I know I was I really felt like the main character in that moment I guess but but they were super nice at the passport agency like I feel like it's because it was a small like smaller town they're just like super nice and chill and there weren't that many people there and they got me my passport you know so like a U.S. like office because I feel like anything that's like passport DMV they're like here and get out of my face or something like that Lee. Yeah, because I've been to the one in Tucson before, and they were like, it was not a good experience. It was so bad. And it was like, it took like probably at least two hours versus they had me in and out in like under an hour. So would recommend if you're ever thinking of (laughs) 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 five stars. Josh and Armando, how was your spring break? I was, mine was pretty good. I got to go to Florida, see my girlfriend, just spent a week with her. And yeah, I had a really good time. 
really simple. We didn't do too much. It was raining a whole lot, but uh, definitely not as eventful as going to Mexico or New York City. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> same in the best way possible. No, same. I just went to my house, so nothing really too interesting. <laughs> I just went to see my family, and then I had a family reunion, which was nice because I went away from my hometown for a little bit and then I went back so <laughs> I mean it was a good break from school you know so at least I had that that's important yeah yeah relax a little bit <laughs> so now that we're we already talked about our spring break and we're back to school let's talk about how do you guys feel about like your experience being a Latinx student here at ASU I mean I think that it's definitely an interesting space to come into like you can talk about like ASU and HBSA specifically, I feel like, because it's almost like very different uh, environments, you know, like HBSA, you can really feel like the familia and like everybody's a little bit more like, I mean, you're closer because you have those like cultural connections with people. So you feel like you can understand them on a certain level and like relate. And that just like makes friendships a lot easier. Um, At ASU, you might not be able to find that as much like in classes and that kind of thing I don't see like that same diversity definitely because it is like a PWI like it's a very white school and that's kind of just like how it is in Arizona yeah it was like a culture shock coming uh to Arizona State like at least from where I'm from like my high school is like predominantly like people of color and then coming into um like I don't know, just this campus that the, where the majority is like white people, I guess, like for lack of a better term. But yeah, you could really tell that you were kind of like the minority in a place like this. Like I remember even like in, like, I don't know if you guys went, but like in Camp Cary, I remember yeah. how the, uh, I guess we were put together with like another group and I we, we all had to like introduce ourselves and, um, I was like, oh, my name is Mariana. And then like later when we were like walking away to go to like another like activity, some guy was like, Mariana, like out of nowhere. And then he, t- I turned around and some guy came up to me. He was like, oh my gosh, it's like so nice to finally meet another like Hispanic student. Like I, thought I was like the only one. And I was like, no, let me like, you know, buddy, buddy all up with him, you know? And I don't know, I guess it's just really a prime example of like the, the switch up, I guess, in between like the population wise, you know? you're kind of surrounded by people who are like like you, you relate to a lot of people and then just like the sudden switch up is kind of like a shock, you know? At least for me, it was. The same thing for me freshman year, I remember because my like middle school, elementary school, high school experience is like 75% Hispanic people. Like I've always been surrounded by specifically Mexican people, of course, other Hispanic people. So when I came freshman year, I was in a couple of classrooms where I was the only Hispanic person in the room. I remember specifically in my CIS 236 class, um, our professor asked how many of us like spoke another language and like everybody rose, uh, raised their hand. And then they were like, okay, but how many of you guys' first language is a different language? And I was like the only person with my hand raised up. I was the only person that learned Spanish before English. And I was like, oh, wow. And then everybody like looked at me and I was like, ooh. But uh, freshman year, I remember walking around. I was like, oh my God, there's so many white people. Like I had never seen so many blonde eyes and blonde hair. I was like, this is crazy. 
but then eventually you kind of just get used to it and kind of make your space for yourself I feel like now like I take it as like pride I guess when I'm like one of the few Hispanic people in the room I make a point of it and like highlight it sometimes especially in like projects where like it's relevant and stuff yeah I kind of had a similar experience um I know my freshman year being an out-of-state student I, re I didn't really know what to expect but one of the first things I noticed was when I moved into my dorm that I was one of the only Hispanic kids on my floor probably the only Hispanic kid on my floor but also one of the only colored kids on my floor and the only other person who wasn't white was my roommate and he was from India and we got to talking and we're like I don't think this is a coincidence you know everyone else is randomly matched and that's me and him so are just like huh that's kind of funny isn't it and um and through him we were able to make friends a lot of my friends are actually international students specifically from India and you know aside from this conversation I didn't really think about it too much but I don't have a lot of white friends um <laughs> me neither ex <laughs> except except for I have a few um I actually lived my junior year I, I met my um no sorry my sophomore year so after living in the dorms I moved in with my buddy Tony I love Tony he's a great guy but yeah that's he's pretty much that's pretty much it so no I feel like the same happened to me when I came into the dorms on my freshman year all the floor, like I was the only Hispanic slash Mexican in my floor. And then another friend, which was also from my, from my hometown, we we're both the only like Hispanic in the floor, which was weird, but like, I was excited because since I was coming from Mexico, like I was really interested in like knowing different cultures, the USA cultures, and then like all their Hispanic cultures. So I was really interesting, but I feel like there's no dip I mean there's no you can't compare being in a room full of Hispanic people like I feel like the connection is there like I remember when I first came into HBSA I was like dang it's so different I thought like I thought I was super comfortable with my friends and all of that like back in my freshman year but then when I stepped into into HBSA I was like it really is different and I don't know it's just like there's just a connection that like the background, I don't know, it's just like, and also like most of us being like first generation students, it's just like really interesting. And I feel like we relate in a lot of things. So that's what happened to me when I came into my freshman year. It's because you walk into an HBSA meeting and you like hear the music in Spanish and you hear like everybody talking and then like you hear some Spanish phrases over there and then you hear loud ass laughs like across the room and you're like, yeah, this is where I should be right now. <laughs> it's an Yeah, honestly, like I felt that so much, but like in high school and before that, I kind of had like an opposite experience because I was basically like the only Hispanic or there were some years that I wasn't like the only Hispanic kid but a lot of the time I was and like it was just completely like all white people so that was weird I mean I think I just tried really hard to like make sure that people didn't like question me or like think anything different of me like I tried to just be like really white you know and when you're so young like I don't it's so strange thinking back on it now but I feel like I was pretty good at it and like just because everybody or like the vast majority of people were 
so white, I was like, okay, like I'll do all these things and like try to fit in in that way. But so going to ASU, I kind of like felt that again, but also having HBSA, then I realized like, I don't necessarily feel like I'm fronting when I go to, like when I go to HBSA and when I met everybody from here, I was like, oh wait, like this is what it's like, you know? Versus now when I go to like class and like am around other people who maybe are more like the people I went to high school with, I'm like, oh, like it feels so different. So I'm really glad that I like have this space now just because like in my life, it was more like family and like other people, like not people my age who are Hispanic and who I like looked up to, but I couldn't like relate to them like as friends as much like in school, so. Yeah, I think uh, kind of opposite for me was when I first joined HBSA or interacted with them, I felt way too whitewashed. And I don't know if you, any of you guys have felt that experience or the opposite, but I remember we were, I was on a social and everyone was, was dancing. And I remember having to justify myself for not knowing how to dance. And I told someone, I was like, yeah, I'm a little too whitewashed. I don't really know what I'm doing. And so in saying that, that person and a bunch of other people, they just, you know, they started helping me and they were actually teaching me how to dance. And we were just having a really good time with it. And um, that's just to say, you know, even uh, if you don't feel like Mexican enough or, or Hispanic enough or Latin enough, that HBSA is a really open group and that, you know, everyone is here to share culture and just be really open with each other. And it, it really is a family. We, we can't say that enough. So, yeah, I don't know if any of you guys have a similar experience. Yeah, I definitely get that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and like, I'm a Spanish minor. So my Spanish is like, pretty bad like it's not the worst just because I grew up around it like in the household and everything but because I wasn't ever practicing it outside of my house it just is bad you know so I'm taking the classes and everything but I at times definitely felt like that like oh I'm definitely too whitewashed you know like I should have figured this out by now but a lot of it like I feel like maybe with Josh as well it's like internal kind of you know like when you actually start talking to people they're like oh I'll help you like and HB yeah. say like, oh, we'll help you. Like, oh, we're not judging you. You know, like they're never, it's never malicious. It really never is because they like you. Like if you're expressing an interest, like you wanted to dance and they helped you, you know, it's just yeah. so exciting. And that's not to say it's, you know, it's definitely, it can get kind of malicious outside of HBSA, just kind mm -hmm. of in the, in the real world. Yeah. And, or even around ASU, but within our community, we we've made a really safe space and it's really welcoming, so. I definitely agree, yeah. I feel like I've had the opposite experience of sometimes being like a little too Mexican. I'm like, oh, let me turn it down really quick. <laughs> and then I'll start talking Spanish or like really fast. And I'm like, ew, you're coming off real chunty right now, bro. Like, relax. <laughs> so I don't know, especially when I'm in a space where I'm like the only Mexican person, I'm like, it's only natural to like want to code switch over to like a different version of yourself. And I don't know, I think I've kind of perfected the professional. Um, you could not even tell I'm Hispanic if I, if you really wanted to, but then I don't know, it's just weird in every environment. You kind of just have to be aware of who's there and how you want to be perceived. And that's kind of weird operating in that kind of space. Yeah. Same. Uh, I remember after a social, I was with um, Ale, 
uh, later she's in the board right now. And I don't remember what she told me, but I replied with an arre. arre. <laughs> and she was like, what does arre mean? And I, I felt weird, but I, I was like, I mean, maybe, I mean, that's also because I'm from the, like the north of Mexico. So like, she's not from the north. So maybe she doesn't know what that is. So I was like, oh, arre, that's just like, be, you know? So mm -hmm. I feel like, oh, dang, like maybe, am I too Mexican here? <laughs> but, I don't know. That, yeah, I was like, uh, perdón, <laughs> won't happen again. But it's just like, I, I also learned from them, the culture. So it's just like a mix of cultures and we all learn from each other, which I like because we don't judge. Plus we just like learn from each other, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's something that I noticed too. Like, even if, uh, let's say, people are coming from different parts of Mexico, like, there's, even, like, within that, there's, like, a different type of, like, culture or, like, a way of speaking. Like, I remember freshman year, I would say, like, these, like, dumb phrases that me and my family use all the time. But if I were to tell that to Chastity, she'd be like, um, what is that? Like, <laughs> the one I remember is, like, oh, me sacaste un pedo. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when she first said that, I was like, um. <laughs> I was like, y'all don't use that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just stuff like that, basically. Uh, I also wanted to ask you guys, how do you guys feel like the connection with the professors? Like, how do you guys feel in like fresh back in freshman year? Because right now I feel like we all are, I mean, at least I am already like used to it. Like I am getting used to it. But like back in your freshman year, how was it your connection with the professors? Did you feel weird? Um, did you feel like scared of talking to him, reaching out to him? Because he was he was not maybe going to respond the same way as he was going to he was going to respond to someone else or I don't know I want to know your guys's perspective on that I think for me personally I've never had a problem reaching out to professors I will say I think it's easier when you do it in person I know it's not always the case where you can do that but I think if you have a little bit of confidence and you just walk up with them and you just speak I mean they're there to help you and if you're you know, open to an answer or critiques and criticism. Uh, I've never had a problem asking a professor for help or anything like that, recommendations, all of it. They've been nothing but kind to me. I guess in terms of professors, I also haven't really had a huge issue just because like I'm used to having like professors that weren't Hispanic or like white professors or teachers. So it's really never been an issue. I guess I do get a little bit more excited when I see like a Hispanic last name just because I'm I'm like oh, okay I'm gonna be even more comfortable than I usually am like I remember for marketing brand management for 55 the professor's last name was Lindoya and I was like say we're gonna be we're gonna be in a Hispanic household or whatever um and then when I go to my Spanish classes I'm like cool I'm gonna I'm gonna get to speak Spanish like this is gonna be fun like there's gonna be more of a, like a back and forth um I'm not, I don't know. I don't really struggle with professors. I do run from like white man professors just because they scare me a little bit, but that's <laughs> just like a personal thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in the past, I definitely would be like scared to reach out to them just because you're not really like used to it. Like you don't know this person, especially like being in really big lecture halls. If they have 300, 400 students, I'm like, why are they going to respond to me? Like they don't know who I am. They never will know who I am. 
but I think it is really important to like one reach out to them when you need to and like go to office hours and that kind of thing so that you can become a face that they know and that'll like actually help you you know do better in classes just like definitely a little bit scary and I will say um for my Spanish classes I've had more like closer connections with my professors one because it's a heritage class so like everybody in that class including the professor are always like Latinx and it feels very like definitely more like a community than if it was to be people learning Spanish for the first time because that I was in one of those classes for like a week because they didn't tell me that there was a placement test but that was not my favorite <laughs> did not like that class but all of my Spanish or professors like the heritage professors have been really really great so I would recommend it to anybody also yeah, I would say that people don't really have, like, haven't had that, like, I guess, problem in terms of, like, coming up to speaking with a professor. If anything, it's just, like, a an internal battle of, like, oh, should I say something to him? Should I not? Kind of thing. But it's never really, like, uh, I guess, like, a, a racial thing, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just me, the one that is scared of talking to professors, but not only, like, the Hispanic, I mean, not in like it's overall like it's all professors, not just like white ones or Hispanic. I'm just terrified of reaching out to professors. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same way. I yeah. like, won't do it unless unless I'm like absolutely dying, need an extension like really badly or something like that. I will not speak to a professor. And even then, I'll reach out through email, not in person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. he'll be like, talk to me after class, and I'll be like. No. no. <laughs> an email. I'm out oh. that as soon as the bell rings, I'm out that door. I'm sprinting. I just know I'm sprinting I'm as soon as everyone sounds <laughs> like I'm sprinting. I always felt that if you were to talk to them in person, you just one day you kind of build more of a connection with them, but also you just get a response quicker. So I feel like you know, emailing is just it's just too inefficient for me. Like but it, it also it works too that's the thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead seniors give give us advices i'll barrel my wisdom in you guys <laughs> thank you no Reading but that. um <laughs> i mean saying that you know saying that you're scared to talk to professors i think a lot of people will have the same sentiment um, what I wanted to ask you guys is, um, what is it like finding opportunities on your own and just kind of reaching out and, um, yeah, I guess trying to further your professional career? Well, personally, I've always been the, the girl that does too much, I guess, ever since like middle school, I was always doing extracurriculars. I was always in high school, I was involved in like four different clubs, three different like leadership positions. Even now, like... I'm a bear recruiting recruiting assistant. I'm a resident engagement leader with Caitlin. I was a WPC 101 facilitator at Team Lloyd. Um, I think that's always been like my number one thing. First, it was to get to college. My my one and only goal was to get to college. And as soon as I was here, I was like, okay, cool. Now I have to like become literally the most attractive in terms of like candidate for a job. Like that's has always been the goal, just building up my resume. So if I see an opportunity that I think is gonna help me become more of a leader, it's gonna give me experience, it's gonna put me in the right spaces at the right time, I will take it and I will do anything I can <laughs> to be where I need to, just because I know being a first gen student, like I don't have people to like rely on. I don't have 
uncle or a dad or a mom or somebody who's in certain positions like every every opportunity I have to make it for myself and just hope I guess that it'll be okay Cassie I feel you so hard first of all props to you because like look you being successful and like doing the things literally but like I've definitely felt myself like be overcommitted for the first time this the fact that you said you're like the girl who does all like I feel that so much Mm -hmm. because I got here and I was like okay I really need to like actually make this for myself you know like whenever there's an opportunity like I really need to apply myself and like you said like I'm a residential engagement leader and last semester um I pledged Alpha Kappa Psi so it's like a business fraternity and it's just been like a lot definitely to handle but I feel like for me that was like getting making those milestones and like making sure that I was constantly like getting better, I guess was really important because I feel like if I'm not continually like doing something new, then I'm being like stuck, then I'm not doing as much as I can be or I'm being lazy. So I feel like I continuously need to like look for opportunities and like figure out how I can like evolve as a student and like as a leader and getting more experience or I'm not gonna be hireable. Like, I guess I'm really hard on myself too. So with that, I'm Take like, a break, Hayden. If I'm not adding something to my resume today, it was not a good day. <laughs> no, literally, I was like, I just started a new job last week after being like, I can't do anything and taking like 18 credits. I'm like, no, I need to do more <laughs> because I just do. But I mean, I think that just like helps you set yourself up more for success than otherwise, like having to take those risks. Because at first, like, I was so scared. Like, when I first went to HBSA, I was, like, terrified. That was the first time I had been involved on campus. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? But now, like, stepping into new spaces, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I kind of know what I'm going to say or, like, how I'm going to hold myself. And it just gets easier down the road, I guess. I feel like the first step is just, like, to start. Because I feel like that's the most hard thing, like, to get involved in in school. Because I remember like since my freshman year I wanted to like join something at ASU like trying to get involved because back in high school I was never I was never involved in anything until my senior year like I tried to like get involved in things but then COVID happened and then like I I couldn't do anything so when I came to ASU I was like I have to get involved but at the same time it was like ASU is huge like it, it it's scary so like I feel like the most hard thing is just to start but like as soon as you start, you just like keep getting more involved and more involved until like you're a senior and you're graduating and you got a job. So I feel like that's also what HBSA helps you a lot with like for for like future opportunities, job opportunities, because you network a lot here at ASU. Like you meet a lot of people. There's a lot of network nights. Um, so so yeah, I feel like also getting involved in HBSA helps you for like further your your future goals or your future professional life I think I guess yeah I definitely appreciate HBSA um for what they do I guess um like even just like being in the group me you can see like people from the e-board will send in like internship opportunities which are really really helpful like even in the um the newsletter too like at the very end sometimes they also include like different opportunities which is like I don't know I think it's just really amazing I guess it really really helps a lot so shout out to that. Shout out to Ale for keeping the newsletter great. Right. Yes. Yeah, that uh, 
that newsletter, that's what I think that's what got me to HBSA. I um uh, I signed up for the newsletter. My first meeting I went, but I didn't I didn't come back um uh, because I was in another club that was at the same time. But just seeing that newsletter every week eventually made me come back a year or so later. And that's great. I think also I, I didn't really know this until this semester. I guess I didn't look too much into it, but ASU also offers a lot of really good jobs that I wish I looked into um, earlier in my years. And it's like, they're like really good experiences, um, specifically like I'm a marketing major and I didn't know how many marketing jobs they had for students. And I just think that's a really good opportunity that a lot of people should should take advantage of. I, I wish I did, so. I didn't know that actually. So that's interesting. Yeah, you should definitely look into search. it. Yeah. The job search portal thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm currently looking for like a marketing intern or something like that. Well, it's in, the, it's in like most job, like within every job, there's like, I know marketing specifically, you can turn it into like a marketing position, even though it's not necessarily that. But I do want to highlight our last meeting was, I loved our last general meeting. It had some of our alumni panel and they were talking about uh, networking and making opportunities for yourself. And I added, a, I think all of them, all the alumni that were that listed their LinkedIn. And I was like, cool. Like these, this is like more people that are older than me that have more experience. They're like imparting their wisdom or whatever onto us. And like, now I have them on LinkedIn and I can see what they're doing and like talk to them which I thought was really cool that HPSA also provides like a platform of networks of like students that like, they said it during the meeting too, that like the people around you are the people that are going to be working with you in like five or 10 years. So it's cool to have those people like around you just because you know they're going to be successful and then like just another support system when you get older and are actually working. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's so important to make those connections like with one another and with alumni, you know, especially if you're saying like, oh, they're going to do, this person's going to do an internship at this place. Like, I want to ask them about that, see how that goes. Um, or like whatever companies you might be interested in or like industries even, you know, if somebody's saying something else, you can kind of ask them since we're all in like a generally, or a lot of us are generally in like a business sphere, we can relate a lot and like build off of each other's knowledge. So I think that's something that is definitely important to use and like where else are you going to get that um network of people where you can just kind of come to them like on a personal level to get more knowledge about career stuff yeah HBSA definitely taught me how to network more uh, i remember the first time meeting an alumni was at a was at a soccer game it was hbsa versus hba and yeah. i was which is, just which talking. is happening this saturday <laughs> yeah there's a there's another one uh, I'm no good at volleyball, but <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully I can do better. Um, no, I, I met an alumni and he was just talking to me about his career and his thing. And I got his information. It's just really, really valuable information. And even then, uh, just networking with HPSA and HPA uh, people, you just also can network with, with anyone a couple of weeks ago, I was playing soccer on the SDFC fields and I met a guy who also interned uh, at FedEx um, and I was just talking with him. He didn't even go to ASU. He, he was working at FedEx and I had interned with them and I just got to meet him. And 
I, I wouldn't have those skills if it weren't for, for HPSA, so. Shout out to our alumni. Yeah. Okay, so to close up today's episode, um, I wanna I want you guys to um, give a college tip or advice to anybody listening to this podcast, especially our seniors, juniors, like you guys. What do you guys say? Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn, that's a big question. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel old. <laughs> I know. He's really singling us out here. Right. <laughs> we will um, look up to you guys. I would just say make friends with a lot of people. Like, I know joining HBSA, aside from the fact that we all can be, like, relate to each other culturally, I think just, like, in the state that we're in like right now, like we're all going through the same thing. We're all like struggling through these classes. We're all trying to reach the same point, which is just getting like a successful career in whatever field that you're trying for. So I guess just making connections with like, even just your peers, not necessarily just like higher ups or anything like that, but even just like making connections with like the friends around you helps a lot, you know, it really, really does. Cause you guys kind of like get to each other or get each other through like different, like, I don't know, just like tough times in general, you know? So I feel like making connections with the people around you in terms of like friends is like a really big thing, I would say. Yeah, to kind of uh, build on top of that, definitely having a good support group is always good. Um, making connections and friends is always helpful and, you know, they can help you a lot and you can help them and you guys just grow together through the years that you're here. You can definitely find that aid at HBSA as well. And I think, I think something else to add is to, to just get out there. Um, maybe doing stuff that makes you a little uncomfortable, whether that's taking on, on a job or going to a social event or even talking to your professor. Um, I think, I think that's something that I had found a lot of, um, joy from doing and it just made my experience a whole lot better um i guess my piece of advice i feel like what's really you know, helped me in navigating me through to where i am i always do the thing with like do good like in everything that you do just make sure you're, you're doing good i always think about like oh would the younger version of myself be proud of what i'm doing right now just because i i remember when i was younger i would be like looking out to like people who are a year older than me or two years older than me and I'm like oh what are they doing let me follow in their path because there's people who have done it before and there are people who are looking to you to follow into your steps and I feel like old and haggard just because of my leadership positions as a resident engagement leader and a first year facilitator I'm always surrounded by freshmen and that's always been like in my head they're like oh these people are looking at me they're like seeing what I do and they think that like what I'm doing what I'm like what I'm working at, all that. So overall, just do good, try your best, and then at the end of the day, it'll be okay. I don't know. Um, so I remember something that Dr. O has always told me, like one of our advisors for HBSA, and this isn't verbatim, like I don't remember exactly what he said, but he always says like, you are responsible for your own education. So I feel like that, like it's so true, like you are the person who's like here and doing the classes and like succeeding so you can like that gives me the motivation I guess to like get the grades that I want to like really succeed 
in what I'm doing because like this is for me you know like this is really like we've gotten so far so just keep going you know I guess that's kind of motivational I don't know but I think the friends thing is probably the most important thing out of everything really having that support system and having the group of people who you can rely on and just makes you feel a lot less alone I think that's so important you know and maximizing your time here also I just want to highlight what Josh said, get out there and get out of your comfort zone because I feel like you have to put yourself in a position where you're, where you're not comfortable enough. So like, because I feel like that's when you grow because I got my first job ever here, here at ASU and then here at HBSA, I got my first leader, leadership position, which was very hard for me because uh, I don't like talking in front of people. I don't like talking at all and here i am in a podcast so just <laughs> get yourself in a, in a comfortable pos position so you that's where you grow so just get out there and get out of your comfort zone um and just to close off i want to give um hbsa social media so you guys can go and follow our instagram is at hbsa asu Our Twitter is HVSA underscore ASU. And I'm pretty sure that's it. I don't know if you guys want to say something else before. I mean, before. if you want to follow my social media, giving us clout uh, right now. I was going to say our Spotify. That doesn't really make sense, does it? <laughs> yeah, follow <laughs> I've been working on them playlists. Yeah, Mariana has been doing great on the on the Spotify playlist. So listen to them because they're great. So so yeah, thank you guys for listening and see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. See you bye. next time. Bye. 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 Bye guys. Bye guys. See you guys later. <laughs>